Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for joining the Scott Townsend Show. Just real quick before we get into the program, I'd like to say a big thanks hat tip to Pops Daylight Donuts and Castafly Outdoor Adventures. At Pops, this we got Easter coming up this weekend, so uh, they they they've got a special going on from April the second through the fourth. You can get a free uh, bunny rabbit made out of a donut. Uh, April 2nd through the 4th, and they're open on Sunday from 5 to 9. So stop by Pops Daylight Donuts. If you're here in Bartlesville, say hi to Mark for me and get your free, one per person, uh, a free bunny rabbit made out of a donut. Sounds pretty cool, right? Now let's kick it over to Castafly Outdoor Adventures. Adventure. That's where it begins. We look to create and document our moments in time while embracing the majestic wonder and beauty of the great outdoors. Our quest is to explore the back roads of the Ozarks, camping, fishing, and just getting lost. Refresh your spirit and join us on our next adventure. Paul and his crew invite you to subscribe to the Castafly Outdoor Adventures YouTube channel. Welcome to the Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for joining the Scott Townsend Show. And today I have with me special guest, superstar, singer-songwriter, Raylan Gale Parker from Dallas, Texas. Raylan, how's it going? Hello, it's going great. How are you? Uh, Raylan's really cutting me some slack here right now because we just did this interview 17 minutes into it before I realized, you know, <laughs> Before she realized I had not turned the recording button on. So <clears throat> trying to get over that one. So full disclosure, I just wasted 17 minutes of Raylan Gale's time. So please forgive me. <laughs> it's all right. <sighs> okay. So what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, I, nothing. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> still, still nothing. <laughs> still nothing. Yeah. It was still nothing for me too. Oh, so <clears throat> I want to take this a little bit different direction. When we were on the pre-show, you were talking about uh, skydiving. <laughs> yes, yes. So tell me that story, and then we'll get on into the songwriting here. When I was a senior in high school, my best friends and I built this ultimate graduation bucket list, and we did not get everything done. But at the very bottom of the list was skydiving because we were going to turn 18 and that was the thing to do was go skydiving. And then we looked up how expensive it was. We were like, never mind. <laughs> um, so I had never been and I kept talking about how much I wanted to go. And my fiance loves skydiving. He'd been once before with his mom on his birthday, I think. So how much is it? You know, I don't know because I, I didn't pay for it. Um, <laughs> it was my right, anniversary present from okay. him, uh, last October, and we finally scheduled the trip for this past weekend. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we went and we jumped out of airplanes, and it was super fun. We actually jumped through a cloud. So it was they're not as like you can't run on them. They're not like plushy like they look like in the movies, you know. <laughs> But they're really cold. It was oh, so yeah. cold to go through that cloud, but it was really cool. So, so you tandem jumped with an instructor or uh, yes, professional? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And landing? 
I mean, landing, do you just kind of like sit down or do you kind of run with it? Or how did that? uh... (laughs) So my instructor told me, he was like, we're just going to sit down. The winds are crazy today. So just put your feet out in front of you and we'll just sit down as we come in. Mm. So I was like, okay, well, that seems easy enough. So we did that. We get up out of the harness just in time for me to turn around and see my fiance is descending and they had some miscommunication on whether they were going to sit or walk it out. And <laughs> they just kind of tumbled over each other on the way in. So, <laughs> But it was a good time. Everybody yeah. made it on the ground. Safely, good. So. <laughs> well, that, that, that's, that's the only definite part is, you know, you will make it to the ground. How you, you get it to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How you get to the ground is totally up to, yeah. Uh, the last uh, person I interviewed, actually, um, Sam Lister, was talking about uh, skydiving when he was 18. And his uh, uh, the guy that he uh, tandem jumped with, uh, he couldn't hear him because the wind was so loud. And the guy was telling him to stand up, stand up, stand up at the, at the very end. And he s- prepared to sit down because that's what mm-hmm. he had been told. It was either sit down or stand up, stand up, whatever. So whatever he did, the instructor did the opposite and they just kind of landed on top of each other and, you know, they made it. It was, it was cool, you know, it wasn't <laughs> real graceful, but it they, they made it. So yeah. that's really cool. Oh, gosh, I want to do that so bad. But, you know, a guy like me, 6'4", 290, I mean, did they make parachutes big enough for guys like me to, I don't know. Uh, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> no idea. <clears throat> sure don't want to find out the hard way. That's probably true. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Getting back to your music. So you've got two EPs out, Drive and um, 44. Uh, and I've got to, I just got to say that, you know, listening to these and I listened to them multiple, more than multiple times um, over the weekend. And there's not a, there's not a bad song on there. It's, they are all fantastic. I love Thank them. You. I told my wife, uh, you've got to listen to this. And so for those of you listening, watching, <clears throat> you need to go to iTunes and uh, download uh, Drive and uh, 44 by Raylan Gale. Um, you're really going to enjoy it. They have some distinctive sounds. What would you say uh, Drive sounds like? What's what's the mode of Drive So I wrote, I wrote Drive when I was 15. Uh, so I was really young. I was really into Taylor Swift, like every you know, 15 year old was at that time. Um, so that one has kind of like a, a pop country vibe. Uh, really, really, you'll hear the Taylor Swift influence in those, I think. Um, and I was, you know, about to turn 16. I was about to get my driver's license. So the whole album is kind of about that too, which is why we ended up naming it Drive. But mm. um, so yeah, really young Taylor Swift vibe to that one, I think. And then 44 takes a turn and there's kind of a kind of a uh, when I hear this album I see uh wet streets in a big city litter and you know and at night and people yeah. in trench coats and <laughs> you know walking down a sidewalk gritty gritty sidewalk you know in some seedy part of town um is that kind of 
Yeah, that's kind of what I was going for. So, <laughs> yeah, that that one was that album was much more influenced by uh, again what I was listening to at the time was more of like a an R and B blues kind of soul thing. I was really into Amy Winehouse and Etta James there for a while, and another artist named Kirby. A lot of her songs influenced that album as well. So, and did I hear some Adele in there? Probably, <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, you've, uh, let's play one of the songs, uh, from <clears throat> drive. It's, uh, dancing under red lights. Um, this kind of, this really, this song really took me back to, um, I mean, like in, who, who cares, but I was in Florida working at Disney world in college and, uh, we would, uh, after work, you know, it's be midnight, one o'clock, everybody get in their cars and go drive to Daytona or whatever. Watch the sun come up, you know, over the, uh, on the Eastern uh, horizon there and then go back to work, you know, <clears throat> but you can only do that when you're so young, you know, couldn't do that today. <laughs> but anyway, I kind of, that's kind of what I was getting when I, I listened to uh, dancing under red light. So let's play a little bit of this and then let you kind of uh, talk about the song. So can you tell us a little bit about that song? What's the story behind Dancing Under Red Lights? Oh, and I noticed in parentheses it says a Devon song. <laughs> yes. So it's a great song. What's the story behind it? Well, thank you. Uh, this song, I wrote this song when I was a freshman in high school, uh, 15. And I wrote this, at the time I was starting this new thing where I was going to write a song for all of my friends for graduation. Um and I had a, a friend who was a senior at the time. His name's Devin. He's like a brother to me, even still. Um, and I wanted to write him his graduation song. And every day after school, he would pick me up and we would go pet bunnies at the Petco down the street um, pretty much until they closed. And then we would go get dinner and we would go home. And we were kind of sort of neighbors we live kind of out in the country ish area um and so there's a lot of land between us but we do take the same road home so i'm gonna call us neighbors right um <laughs> so we did that my whole freshman year of high school and so 
when he was leaving, I was really sad, but I wanted to write this song that was kind of an ode to all of those happy times. Uh, so the actual dancing under red lights uh, was a little bit <laughs> less poetic than maybe, you know, what you would think, you know, it's midnight and you pull over and you get out of the car and you waltz or something underneath red lights. It wasn't like that at all. It was, I think it was just, um, I was having a good time, I think, listening and dancing to like Jason Derulo in the car in the middle of the day under a stoplight. Um, but it just, it, I don't know, it inspired that song. So, <laughs> how lucky Devin is for the rest of his <laughs> life. He can say that he has a song written about him. I mean, how cool would that be? It's one of the nice ones, too. So, <laughs> it's a good one. Oh, you mean nice one, as in, uh, I have some meaner ones. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, 44, I think, has a couple of those maybe in there. I don't know. Just a few. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah, maybe, uh, yeah, so if you get the opportunity, maybe you could write a song about uh, being on a podcast with Scott Townsend and, you know. Maybe so. Write a song about anything, I think. <laughs> Who's your uh, biggest influence as far as uh, writing music? What? Uh, let me say it this way. If I said that you were going to, you're going to be collaborating with this person for the next two months, who would this person, who would you choose that to want that to be? Um, I think I would probably choose, it's really hard to choose between these two um, because they're just so different, but either Julia Michaels, because just, I, it seems like everything she writes is in the top forties on the charts. Like, I don't know that she's ever written something that wasn't a hit. It feels is she, like. Does she pop or country or. Uh, what? She's, she's definitely pop. Um, she, she does a lot of pop music, but she also writes music that's not for herself that is less poppy mm. um but it's just, it felt like for a while there every song i would go and look at who the songwriters were on that and i'm like julia michaels there she is again mm. um just it just incredible and the songs that she writes are really clever they're funny such catchy. um well, her stuff is great. Um, and then she, the one I was shocked to see her name on, I guess, is um, Truth Is by Sabrina Claudio, hmm. um, which is just a, oh, yes. Yeah, that's the one. Um, just a really, really heartbreaking song. Um, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that she really had that side to her, but mm -hmm. just was really impressed to see her name in places I wasn't expecting it. Um the other one is Kaylee Hammock. I think she's just, she's kind of new to the country scene or she just kind of had her breakout moment in the country scene with her most recent album. But her songwriting is just so incredibly meticulous, the way that she stays on topic. Her song, Looking for Lighter, actually changed the way that I edit my songs now after I've written them because it just is so incredible. So dig into that just a little bit. What does that mean? She stays on topic or uh, um, she's meticulous. What, what? So the title, of the, the title of the song is looking for a lighter. And so she spends the entirety of the song using analogies and parallels and imagery to point you towards that point. Like I think the first line of the chorus um, is how can you flick me right back, spark up a memory? And just like that, um, 
I'm burning for you so bad. Like all of those are like lighter words, words okay. that you would use to talk about a lighter. And she's using them to talk about something else, okay. uh, which is, is just amazing imagery. And, um, the, I mean, even the first verse, she's literally just talking about looking for a lighter, but she describes other things that she finds in the drawer of random stuff that remind her of this ex-boyfriend or whatever. And she's like, at the end of the song, she's thinking, maybe I should quit smoking because I can't stop looking for a lighter. Hmm. And every time I do that, you come up. So <laughs> Great. So when you're performing music, I know you do live shows and uh, you just did one last Saturday, I think it was. Yes, this past Saturday, I got to open up for David Adam Burns, who has the number one song in Texas country right now. It's called Old School. You should go listen to it. <laughs> so we'll put that in the show notes. Um, what's your favorite song to perform? Um, you know, what's what's your groove? What uh, when you're getting the, when, what? Yeah. I could say that in a million different ways. <laughs> what uh, What's the song that you can't wait to get to because it's just, uh, it's your jam. So this is actually kind of funny because we didn't play this song on Saturday, but I'd say that the song that is the one that I sing every time my fiance picks up a guitar and is like, okay, we're going to sing now is probably Valerie by Amy Winehouse. And we actually did it at Soundcheck on Saturday, but we didn't actually play it in the show. And I had people that stayed from Soundcheck to the end of the show that were like, I was waiting for it. Why didn't you? <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. So huh. that's probably my my go-to song. Um, other than that, I think Shallow is a big one. People really are into that song right now. So I've enjoyed doing that one in the set. Hmm. I hear a lot of Amy Winehouse. I guess you like Amy Winehouse. What is it about Amy Winehouse that uh, inspires you? Her lyrics are so, <laughs> they're so sassy. I just really, I mean, she also has some that are like really heartbreaking, but the way that she, the way that she presents her lyrics as a vocalist is just so empowering is like a, it's not really the word I want to use, but it has the same effect as when you're like, talking about someone you're like oh their voice just carries like they're not really loud but their voice carries mm -hmm. there's just something about amy winehouse that her voice just carries and i wanted to really study that as a vocalist and kind of learn whatever that is about her i don't know that i figured it out so i'm still looking but <laughs> well i think you did a great job in 44 and the song dreaming of me uh talk about sassy you know there was some uh <laughs> The one that sticks out is, uh, I hope it hurts. I hope it stings. I just kind of started laughing after I heard that. Cause I was like, <laughs> man, she's, this lady's really got it out for somebody, you know, <laughs> but, uh, one of the songs in 44 that I thought we could, uh, take another listen to, uh, this is your choice. Um, uh, lie. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe we can take a, between, uh, dancing in the under red lights and lie, we're going to be able to hear a little change in style and uh but you talk about it a little bit after we listen to live from the lp or ep 44 
Much different, much, <laughs> much seriousness there. What's uh, what's going on there? I mean, not that we can't tell, but uh, well, <laughs> yeah. what, what were you going through or what's the story behind the song? So every now and then I'll have a song that just like falls into my lap out of the sky and I'm like, oh my gosh, this song is incredible. Um, Devin's song, uh, Dancing Under Red Lights was one of those songs and when I have those songs, I'm like, this is my new standard. And so I had just, I had just finished that album. Actually, there was about a three year gap. I think I did this one when I was 18. Um, and the next song that hit me like that was actually dreaming of me. But in between those two songs, I wrote lie. So when I was ready to go into the, the studio and do the 44 record, I wanted all of the songs to be at the same level of quality as Dreaming of Me. So I was looking at the songs that I had written. My mom even asked me, she was like, are you sure you want to take that one with you? I don't think, I don't think that lie is really up to par, but that song was like my baby. Like I've had that song since I was 16 years old and I've just kept rewriting it and rewriting it and rewriting it and coming back to it. Um, that song originally was like a beat acoustic guitar driven. I think I sang it in like a country songwriting competition. Um, so you could hear how the song has yeah. drastically changed from that uh, perspective. But at the time that I first wrote it, it was about, you know, whatever freshman boyfriend I had that cheated on me with my best friend at prom. And it was all dramatic. And then when I actually went into the studio um, I found out that the boyfriend I had at the time, which was a much more serious boyfriend as my freshman year of college, um, had really been keeping this big secret from me um, that really changed the rest of our relationship. We clearly didn't make it. Um, <laughs> so when I went into the studio, I just had all of this extra emotional baggage that I think ended up really selling that song. And uh, in the production stages, but I've, every time that somebody hears that song for the first time, they come up to me like, oh my gosh, when I heard that song, it took me to this time in my life when I was in this bad relationship and this was happening. Like even my own mom was like, wow, that took me right back to that 
that one time. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't expect this song to do that to people because I wrote it about, you know, my boyfriend that cheated on me at prom. Like it was the most like petty, sad, dramatic 16 year old thing I could have done was write a song about it. Which shows you that we're all not that different, you know? (laughs) Yeah. We all go through similar experiences at some point in our lives. Yeah. So I do love that one. The uh, so that was uh, from the EP forty four. Where does forty four come from? You said drive comes from uh, driving around or getting your driver's license. What does or can you say? So forty four, and this is just crazy. Um, this is my lucky number in okay. a way. Uh, for a while, it seemed well, even still, like the number forty four will show up in the most random places. It was Devin's football number. Um, it was another friend of mine's football number. It was, um, actually my fiance. I don't know if you can tell, but he had it put on my engagement ring. So it says 44. Oh, on oh cool. Sides. Um, oh, that's so it's awesome. just a, a special little thing that's kind of followed me around. And I was like, you know what? I think I'll just name the album after it. There you go. I love that. Um, I know we've been going off for about 30 minutes here. Uh, we went, we, we've gone longer because I didn't hit the record button earlier. <laughs> so we're in the 45 minutes here. I guess the last thing I would ask is, um, I'm, you know, your fan base out there, you play live shows. Um, you've got this, these two records out, two singles out. Um, you've got a awesome fan base out there. What's uh, if you could say anything to your fan base, what do you want them to know? Oh man, I don't know. Uh, well, first, like, thanks for all the support and for showing up to gigs and for showing up on Facebook and on Instagram and reposting stuff is huge. Um, it always just means the world to me when people comment on my stuff. Um, I would also say buckle up because the stuff that I have coming is already very different than the stuff that I have out. Um, so we're about to take another left turn, but I'm super excited about it. I think it'll be a good, I think it'll be good. So. <laughs> well, Raylan, thanks for everything. Thanks for your time and, and the, the music that you create and kind of give it, giving us a look behind the curtain, how this stuff, how you make this, these songs and the music. And, uh, if people want more information, um, want to contact you or how does how do people find out you know what events you're going to or or where's the how do people find out more about Raylan Gale I have a a Facebook page which is Raylan Gale Music and I have an Instagram handle that's the same uh Raylan Gale Music and I try to keep those updated I'm not just perfect at it but usually that's the place to find out where stuff is happening Cool. Well, the two EPs are Drive and 44. Um, I highly suggest you go out there and download those uh, EPs. You're going to really, you're going to love them. Um, Raylan, thanks a lot for being on the show. Uh, appreciate your time me. and thanks for the visit. <laughs> Thank you. All right. For Raylan Gale, this is Scott Townsend. Thanks for joining the Scott Townsend Show. Hope you have a great day.
Scott Townsend Show is a Dietzo Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Scott.